okay, and where am I coming from? And getting really clear just in general on anything that you're investing in, that you're doing, how you're acting, how you're reacting, how you're responding, like all of it. It's just getting really clear on that is a huge like sign of alignment or I would say misalignment. This is the Alchemized Life podcast and I am your host, Ava Johanna transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day. And with every episode, you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. Ava here, and I hope that you are having a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And I am just so excited and so grateful and truly honored to have your ears for this episode with the beautiful, the amazing, the magnetic Ashley Gordon. It's gonna be a fun conversation today. Her and I just totally vibed off of each other. We talked about TikTok. I think that might've actually been after our call, but (laughs) we talked about so many different fun things as far as how to really stand out and step into your light as a coach. And she's actually a master manifester and her calling is to support other female coaches in really honing their craft. And so if you're a coach or a healer or a teacher and really want some high vibe inspiration and practical tools to implement into your business, you have to listen to this episode. Truly, Ashley is amazing. And on the topic of that, I had a really interesting conversation with one of my private clients the other day, so I wanted to share it with all of you. And then for those of you that don't know or maybe are new to the podcast, I support women in wellness with honing their voice, developing their already established business, and shifting from an energy of hustle to alignment so they can really enjoy the process of creating an abundant service business, dancing between the masculine and the feminine. So it really is not only the strategy, but the soul of why we do and build the things that we do. So anyways, that's me. But let me talk about one of the topics that has been really present in a lot of conversations I've been having, which is this idea of really having faith when nothing is happening around us. And listen, I think that now is the perfect time to practice this trust and this faith, because let's be honest, there are dozens of stories around us that are telling us that no one is investing in a coach, no one is investing in programs or offerings or courses. And so as a healer, as a leader, what can happen is we get caught up in those stories, especially when we don't see anything happening around us. We get caught up in the stories to the point where we start to lose momentum, where we start to really believe those stories. And you know better than anyone else, if we start to believe those stories, then that's what we're going to see in our reality. And so One of the things that I experienced and kind of proved my brain wrong um, over this past year was launching my group Catalyst program. So I talked about it quite a bit up until the beginning of March when it launched. And, you know, this was the first time that I had ever done group coaching. I've always done one-on-one in the past or created online courses like my course, Be Your Own Mentor, or my new certification program, The Academy of Breath. But anyways, I digress. So this is the first time that I had ever done a group program before, and I was always really resistant to creating a group program because the very, 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 very first 
program that I ever launched. I only had one person sign up and it was supposed to be a group program. And mind you, I had a huge following, but I didn't know what I know today. And so what I know today is that there is so much unseen support around us that are visible, like we visibly cannot see. And if we can focus and strengthen the muscle of faith and trust that that support is coming and flowing into us at any given point, it makes a launch period that much more joyful, that much more graceful, and that much more easy for us to receive. Because the truth is, at any given point, the clients could run in, the opportunities could come, the ideas could flush in. And so if we can stay within that knowing and that frame of work and that story, we're vibrating in the energy of always receiving. We're vibrating in the energy and trust of faith. And we're also recognizing that we are in co-creation with everything that we're creating. We are not the only ones carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. We are not the only ones that have the idea. We are in co-creation with the universe when we are in service of our gifts and when we are bringing something into the world that's supposed to help people. And so of course there's support around us. Of course, we're not the only ones in it. So For those of you that have your own business or are thinking of building your own business, I want to leave you with this advice. There, again, is so much support around you at any given point. And if you can set yourself up to be in a receptive state every single day and focus your energy and your action on getting into alignment with the desired outcome that you want in your business or your life, then it will come to you. However, If you start to lose momentum, if you start to get caught up in the story that nothing is happening, then that is what you will see. And so I hope that this is helpful for anyone at any point in your business. Again, this could be just starting out or it could be just like me, you know, um, having been six years in my business. Now I fully believe in this as my reality and this is my truth. And I can just share that when I launched my Catalyst program, Back in January, I had someone sign up right at the beginning, literally before I even started talking about it. And then it was crickets, crickets for about three and a half weeks, maybe four weeks. And it wasn't until the last two and a half weeks that I had the entire group program filled. And so I want this to be a reminder to you, again, that support, clients, ideas, opportunities can come in at any given moment. And it's our priority, our responsibility to hold the vision and be in the energy of the desired outcome that we wish to receive. So I hope that that helps you guys. Let's jump into the episode with Ashley Gordon. Again, she is a badass manifester and I just enjoyed talking to her so much. I already shared what we talked about, so I'm not going to talk any longer, but If you guys are interested in following along with Ashley's journey, she has her Quantum Coaching Academy, which is going to be linked in the show notes. We also talk about it in this episode. And you can also follow her on her podcast, the Badass Manifestors Podcast, and on Instagram at Manifest with Ash. As always, if this episode resonates with you, make sure to let the world know. Post a screenshot on your Instagram stories tagging The Alchemized Life at The Alchemized Life and me at Ava Johanna. And I hope that you guys all enjoy this week's episode. There will be an episode coming out on Thursday, so I can't wait to see you then too. I feel very grateful for the business that you and I are in because I just feel like now more than ever, like people are waking up a lot faster. People's souls are waking up a whole lot faster. And, um, you know, we're just kind of like waiting there like, hey, we've been waiting for you. 
Yeah, it's so true. Oh my God. I love that. I love that so much. Where are you right now? I'm in San Diego. So we ended up, uh, my husband and I, we ended up renting an Airbnb for a week. We have been looking for sublets. And the reason why I asked how your husband is doing is because it's been very challenging finding a place, but I kind of just like decided on this trip because we're going down, we came down for a week and I was just like, you know what? We're going to find a place. We're going to find a place. The place is going to be available. Um, you know, we have a nice generous budget to be able to find a great place. And so we actually, on the way down yesterday, I found this beautiful place that has a jacuzzi in the backyard. I am so excited. (laughs) And it's like a private jacuzzi too. So it means that like I can go in it whenever, wherever, sans clothes. Um, and so we're looking at it tomorrow and hopefully it'll work out because we've been, I don't know if I told you this, but we've been um, staying in between our parents' house for the past like two and a half months. And we were supposed to go to France uh, tomorrow for oh our uh, anniversary and our honeymoon and um, ended up obviously having to reschedule it. So yeah. um, wow. having our own space is very, very important right now. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so, I'm sending you all the vibes that that just perfectly manifest for you, right? But just going back to what you were saying about like teaching yoga, I I see myself in you so much. Like that was my life. Like I used to work in real estate with him. I quit my real estate job. I went strictly into just teaching at the studio and working at the front desk of my studio. And like I was teaching probably 15 classes a week, which was it's a that's a lot. Like that's a lot yeah. of classes. And it's not just the teaching. You have to be there early. You got to clean up afterwards. Like it was a whole thing. So like letting that go and stepping into coaching full time was such a huge thing. Cause I'm sure like yoga is a huge was a huge, huge, huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So like letting go of that was like really it was really hard, but like yeah. it felt right. What was the catalyst for you? Like why did you decide to like jump headfirst into coaching? Well, because it was it was just my thing and I couldn't put my full attention on it because I was running around everywhere. I was yeah. just like, I was going to teach this class and then I was teaching at a drug and alcohol um, rehab. And I was like, that was like 30 minutes away. And then I would come back and then I'd have to teach at this class. It was just like, whoa, I was drained. So I realized that if I wanted to create a business that was not location dependent, but also my own thing, then I would have to just fully commit. And that meant like complete transition. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting that you share that because I just started my group program last, last week. And so these women are having all of these exciting ideas come in and I'm seeing, um, some of them, you know, get super excited to the point where they're like launching things already, but like launching multiple offerings. And so, um, the thing that I found to be most like powerful is really having that like funneled focus and energy like a hundred percent of your energy going towards that one thing. And like, yeah, in coaching, you could have a group program, a one-on-one or some sort of online offering, but to like really just 100% be all in on something is Mm -hmm. such a powerful statement. And I'm sure that you experienced that once you decided to go all in on your coaching, that it's like, things just kind of start aligning for you and you are supported throughout all of it. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because like, even though I did that, I still didn't necessarily know what my core, fo- like my core focus was coaching, but then there's like an additional core focus. Like once you're in your business, what are you going to focus on? What offer are you going to focus on? You know, what pro- what's your product suite? Like, how are you going to decide where you want to put your attention? So it was like a whole new world of uncovering all that too, which was, it's cool. It's really, really cool. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun, 
It's a fun business. It really is. I mean, and I think the the whole idea of like having something of your own, it just, it feels so good. And I know that like when I go to sleep at the end of the night, I just feel so fulfilled and purposeful. And it's not that I didn't when I was teaching yoga or when I was, you know, supporting other people, because I used to do social media for other wellness businesses. It's not that I didn't feel purposeful then, but I just felt, now I just feel so much more in alignment and I just feel so much more connected to this like greater divine energy that I think flows through all of us, but often we will resist it or block it or like step on the hose. So we don't like fully receive it. But when you do fully receive it, it's like your world expands in so many different ways. It's so cool. It is so cool. It's so true. You just got to let it flow. That's kind of been my journey over the last, you know, year. Like I thought I had all my products down. I thought I, I thought I knew what I was doing in my business and then I got this insane download and I it was to create my own coaching methodology of like a coaching certification program. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, this isn't part of my plan. Like, I don't understand, but like, it, I have to do it. So I've literally had to... Once I thought my business was all set up and I'm like going, 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 everything changed. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. has changed. I don't know if you... At all. Right? <laughs> So I'm trying not not to step on the hose and I'm just going with it because it feels so aligned and it feels so right. And it feels like my true calling is to help other coaches master their craft of actually coaching. Like that is what I'm most passionate about. Mm -hmm. But most people think that I'm like, you know, a manifestation coach, which I am. And it was wild because I was um, at my friend's mastermind weekend. It was a live in-person weekend. And I was just helping her like in the background, but also I was going to speak the one day. And I got up there and everyone seemed to know who I was. You know, everyone was like, oh yeah, you're mad at us with Ash. You blah, blah, blah. Like they knew who I was. And I was like, yeah, do you know how I can help you? And it was silent. And I was like, that's really good feedback. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How did you walk away from that? Like, cause I think that, and, and I'll share this and I'm sure a lot of people will resonate with this, that sometimes the lack of feedback gets me into this space of like, Oh, am I not doing it right? Like, and what, what is going on? Like, why am I not getting feedback? Is was, was what I said, not powerful enough? Mm, yeah, totally. So it was interesting experience. Cause the night before I was getting up to speak, my friend asked me, what do you want to speak on? You want to speak on money manifestation? You want to speak on business manifestation? And I was like, honestly, I wasn't feeling called to any of it. I was like, it's a room full of coaches. I want to teach them how to coach. Mm-hmm. I want to teach them like how to lead someone through a breakthrough, how to lead someone through a transformation. You know, you can be the best marketer in the world, but if you don't know the craft and skills of coaching, you're not going to be in business for long. And she was like, oh my God, let's do it. And we created this amazing framework and we called it the quantum coaching methodology. And she was like, teach it. And so when I got up there and they they said they didn't know who I was, I realized in that moment that like, I don't just want to be, you know, a general like person that's not really known for something very specific. Like I want to write books and be on stages and teach about the power of transformation and how to lead someone through transformation. So to me, I didn't take it as like, I wasn't sad about it. I was more empowered by that feedback to be like, okay, I need to hone this more, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I taught them a workshop that I never freaking taught before. And everyone was crying at the end, like, oh my God, this is amazing. And that's kind of how this whole thing, my whole business changed. I love that. (laughs) I love that. I mean, like chills. Cause that, I mean, that is like literally what being in alignment means. 
means and like feels like. And for people that are wondering, like, what does it mean like to mean to be in alignment? It's like that fluidity where you don't even have to necessarily plan something or put too much thought into it, but it just like comes out of you and from like a source that, you know, probably yeah. like, is it even you? You know, it's like such a co-creation. Totally. And that's what I felt. And then, and that alone gave me confidence. Like that alone made me feel like, okay, I got this. I can teach this. Even if I mess up, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know? And I, and I, and I just kind of went with it and I'm really glad I did. I'm really glad I trusted that. Yeah. That's so powerful. And you know, the thing that I hear the most from brand new coaches is a lot of the imposter syndrome come up a lot of, Oh, well, I think I need a degree to be able to do this. Or, you know, what exactly am I going to be be teaching on and how am I going to lead people through this? And so to have a format and a methodology where you're not only like learning what it means to be a coach, but also like how to actually do coach. these applicable yeah, like how to actually coach, you know? And I think that you're so right. It's like if you if you might be great at marketing, but if you don't know how to like step in there and like shift people's lives, and granted, I mean, it's also their job as well, but if you don't know sure. how to shift people's lives, then it's not going to it's not going to feel good to you either. You're going to feel uncomfortable every time you get on the damn phone. Right. And I I really believe that's why a lot of coaches don't get clients because they don't have the confidence to know how am I going to fill the hour? You know? And I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of misconceptions around like, like you said, imposter syndrome and um, thinking that they have to have the answer for the client and thinking that they have to fix the client or give advice to the client. Like that's not coaching at all, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting just listening to people in that group that day, sharing about what they think coaching is and how to coach they were just blown away. They were like, wait, we feel like really shitty coaches right now. I'm like, no, you're not a shitty coach. Like, That's not the point of this training. The point is to help you be better and to up-level your craft because I don't think you can ever arrive when it comes to being able to lead someone through transformation. Like, I have certifications out the wazoo. Do you need to be a certified coach? No, not at all. You don't need a certification or a degree like you were saying before. But you do need to have tools and some sort of strategy to be able to take someone through a transformation and move them forward. Yeah. You know? Totally. What have been like the questions or within your methodology that have been like the most potent for people, for like your coaches and your clients? Yeah, that's a great question. So, three problems that I see coaches making are number one, they're either trying to fix the client, which I already mentioned, or number two, they're an assumer. They assume that they know the answer for -hmm. the client or they're a filler. They're filling the space because they don't know how to hold the space. So the order of the methodology, it starts at the core of energy, right? It's like all about you as the coach mastering your energy and knowing how to step into the coaching relationship from the very beginning, but also to every single call in the most powerful way that you can. And there's you know teaching behind that and theory behind that and all that. But then the second step is entrainment. Entraining to creating rapport with the client, connecting with the client at, on an energetic level. And then there's engagement, which is listening. So for, it's, you, would, you would think that it's like, you know, like, duh, but most coaches don't listen in a in an objective way. Yeah. And so one of the biggest breakthroughs that I've seen from a lot of, you know, the people that have been through this methodology is like they've up-leveled their intuitive listening. 
And there's different levels of listening. There's pure listening, which is hearing every single word that's coming out of the client's mouth without you thinking about it, without you assuming that you know what they're going to say next, without you putting story on you know, how you're going to respond before they finish what they're saying. And then there's that intuitive listening, which is like accessing your higher coach, right? And being able to channel those messages for your client. But at the same time, respecting their space at the, at, you know, meeting them with where they are. Mm-hmm. So up-leveling listening goes into the next part, which is equanimity. And equanimity is all about meeting people where they are, meeting yourself with where they are. And I find that so many coaches have such a hard time with that because we want our clients to be successful. Mm-hmm. We want our clients to you know, sign all the clients. We want our clients to have all the breakthroughs. But at the same time, you know, if someone signs on with you for a three-month package and they tell you that they want to build their business, for example, but the whole three months ends up about being going through inner work with what needs to be healed, like you have you have to meet them where they are with that. You can't say, like, okay, but you said you wanted to build your business, but we just spent three months on doing inner work. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? It's like it's all on their agenda. Yeah. Yeah, totally. and, trusting, and trusting that they're getting what they need in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that what I found is like, even when I first started coaching, I went into it with like, these people are coming to me for the roadmap to success and the roadmap. And, you know, we had this conversation on your podcast a couple of weeks ago, but really how I've shifted is working with energy, working with masculine energy, working with feminine energy, and not looking at every single client as someone who needs a roadmap, but instead someone who is desiring access to a higher power within themselves so Mm -hmm. they can develop their own roadmap. And it was like, everything shifted for me at that point where I was like, I think as a coach, it like actually takes the weight off of your shoulders a lot. 100%. Yes. Cause it's not your problem, right? Or it's not your responsibility, but you're giving them the tools to create their own roadmap. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I, love that. I love that. I love that. So, okay. So question for you, because we did talk about this um, when we did the interview for your podcast. Yeah. When it comes to listening, often what happens, at least for me, is that I have lots of messages coming through at the same time that they're speaking of like guidance and channeled, cha- like just channeled guidance that I want to be able to share with them. So how have you managed to balance that for yourself? Because I know that you're highly intuitive as well to remain in respect of their space in the container that you're creating for them and sharing, but also stay in connection to divine. Love that. Beautiful question. So there's a couple things. Um, If in the moment you can ask yourself, if, if I ask permission to share this with the client, like obviously this happens in a split second with your intuition, but like if I ask them permission, is this going to serve them? And you'll get an answer, yes or no, as the coach. Like you'll hear it. Um, at the same time, sometimes you don't have time to do that. It might take away from the listening. So I would, I would just um, say to the client, I always get a buy-in from the client. So I always say, you know, would it be okay with you if I shared some guidance that's coming through to me right now? And they'll tell you yes or no. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to say yes, right? Yeah. I mean, most of the time, they're going to say yes. But I always say, get that buy-in because the whole coaching conversation and relationship should be based on their agenda, right? Mm-hmm. So asking their their permission is something that I find really, really helpful just to make sure that it's in alignment with them. 
And they might say, no, let me just, they might say like, no, let me just get this like last thought out or like, let me just get this thought out. And then the moment might pass. Mm -hmm. So also trusting that if it's meant to be shared with them, it will be. Mm, Yeah. I love that. I think that that's such great feedback because I know that even in like a meditation practice, I talk to my clients a lot and they're like, oh, I was receiving this guidance about five minutes in and I needed to open my eyes to write it down, but I also didn't want to like end my meditation at that point. So, and I kind of have to share, you know, like, yes, I, that happens to me too sometimes, but I trust that by the end of my meditation, whatever I'm really meant to share, whatever I'm really meant to absorb will still be there. And I can trust that it's it's always going to be there. And I'm always going to be able to connect back to that in an mm-hmm. instant if it's really, really meant to be shared. Yeah, absolutely. And, and another way that I would also approach it that I just thought of that is like, you know, just sharing with them, I'm, I'm getting a, a very strong intuitive hit and I'm really feeling this way for you right now. Does that feel true for you? Mm-hmm. Asking them if that feels true for them. Because just because you're feeling it and thinking it, doesn't necessarily feel true to them. I've had that experience before. And as a coach, I always say you have to stay NATO, N-A-T-O, not attached to the outcome. That's it. Because it's not up to you. Yeah. How do you how do you not stay attached to the outcome then? And I I would ask that for your clients as well as your own business too. Mm -hmm. Because you know, I think that for me at least whenever I'm launching something, we I have like goals and ideas of what I want it to look like, but also that's kind of stepping on the hose again. It's kind of like having a tight grip, but allowing for as much magic and support to come in that is probably like outside of what I can even comprehend. So how do you do that in your own practice for yourself and then also for your clients? It's such a dance, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's such a dance. Like it doesn't even make sense. It's like, okay, manifestation says write this down. This is your intention. This is what you want, but like, don't want it too bad. Don't hold on to it too tight. (laughs) It's just like, it's just so funny to me sometimes. Like I've gotten to the point almost in my practice where I don't even need to write things down anymore. I don't even need, like the universe already knows what I want. All I have to do is take that inspired action and just move with, move with it. You know what I mean? And, and lean into it and trust that it's all happening, like really, truly all happening for the highest good. So in regards to clients, I just wrote about this and let's see if I can like bring it back, but it's really about, you can still... So I still manifest results in a way for my clients. I can still... I'm, I'm grateful in advance for all of the breakthroughs that my clients have. I'm grateful in advance for the awakening that they have. I'm grateful in advance for the clients that they call in. I'm grateful in advance for all of it, right? But during the process of working with them... I I don't hold attachment to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe that my success is inevitable. And if that is true, if my success is inevitable, then guess what? Most likely my client's success will be inevitable too. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Totally. Absolutely. I mean, and I think that that's just a great practice to have in any aspect of life, whether you are a coach or whether you have some other business, like you could literally have like a vacuum business Anything. and just be yeah. grateful all of the vacuums that you're about to sell, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. So I put that energy out there. Like I already said, like, I'm already so grateful for my clients and all the testimonials of how incredible their success is and how much, how much money they're making and how many people they're helping. And like, I feel into that reality mm-hmm. and I completely trust that 
even if that doesn't happen with a client, that they're still going to get there and they're getting what they need right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think also it's like we can have, again, those goals of like what success looks like for them, but then we have no idea. Like a breakthrough could be something completely different in their mindset that impacts the rest of their life in such a profound way that like even outside of the container of three months or however long you're working with them, they are forever impacted, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. People message me years later and they're just like, I just want you to know that like that one thing that we talked about in that one session three years ago changed my life and it's still changing my life. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. Amazing. You know? And just something else that you just said made me think of something that I can't remember right now, but it'll come back back if, if if it's meant to come back. So you already shared this, but you said you have certifications up the wazoo. And I know that you have so many cool ones like hypnotherapy. And I've always like had hypnotherapy as something, well, an intuitive told me that I was supposed to do an hypnotherapy certification or something like that. So since I've always been like, Hmm, okay, hypnotherapy. So can you like share, do you use that in, in your work now? I do. I do use it. Whether it be um, creating hypnosis in like a course setting where people can access them anytime or... Cool. I don't typically do it in a, in a one-hour session just because I feel like they might want to... I feel like it would be an addition to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something they can listen to after the session or something. Mm-hmm. But in a breakthrough day set, session setting, I definitely add in hypnosis it's just a really powerful way to access the subconscious mind. So it, it really does access the subconscious mind because you get into such a, a deep, deep, deep state of relaxation and you input suggestions into the hypno, into the hypnosis that are personalized for the client. Mm-hmm. And it's just so powerful. And hypnosis works off of metaphors really well. So like metaphors are such a powerful imagery or such powerful imagery for the subconscious mind. So the more metaphors you can put into hypnoses are, it just makes it like exponentially more powerful. Mm, You know, what's so interesting. So I had Nikki Novo on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and um, she is an intuitive and um, channels and a psychic as well, I think. Oh gosh, I'm butchering it. Um, But she was talking about and brought up how spirit communicates with us through metaphors. And so it's so interesting to see that connection too. And I've noticed the deeper I go into my meditations and the more I devote myself to these practices of connecting, it's like the metaphors and the analogies come up like this. Whereas before I was like, I'm terrible with analogies. Right? It's so cool. I mean, think about it when you're teaching and you can explain a powerful analogy to someone, they can get it on such a deeper level. Mm -hmm. They can connect to it so much more. Yeah, totally. So it's interesting to see that connection with the hypnotherapy as well. How did that. you how did you decide what programs to go into? Was it just like whatever sparked an interest? Because I know that there's a lot of people that, you know, do want to learn different certifications. And for me, like meditation and breath work were those things that were so powerful for being a yoga teacher and now for coaching as well. Yeah. But um, I know a lot of people ask like, where do I start if I do want to focus on certain things like NLP or hypnotherapy? Yeah. Which one do I choose? What will be the most oh, impactful? That's a good question. So 
My journey was very much so of um, I invested in an amazing program. It was like basically the price of a college education. It was it was wild, but I wanted to like know everything I could about it. And it what it gave me was a lot of foundational coaching tools and advanced coaching tools. And then I got to a point in coaching where I was like, I feel like I need more. Like I need more advanced tools to really dig into the subconscious. And that's when I found NLP. And in neurolinguistic programming. You know, most of the certifications they give you hypnotherapy and EFT tapping, and like it's like a lot of certifications in one. And I have a lot of clients because I also teach, like, I coach coaches on the craft of coaching in a one on one setting as well. It's like very complicated to say. (laughs) And a lot of them have been through NLP with that's like the only certification they have. And they're like, I still don't feel confident to coach. Like, Mm -hmm. I still don't feel like I know how to like lead someone through a session because the tools are amazing. But if you don't have the foundational stuff, it kind of, I don't want to say it's useless because it's definitely not, but it's not as impactful. Totally. So I would say, where are you at on your journey? Do you, are you at a point where you feel like you need something to uplevel you? Or do you feel like you need the whole shebang um, of like pairing NLP with foundational coaching tools? And that's really like what I'm proud to say that I've created is like, Bringing, marrying spirituality, manifestation, NLP, foundational tools, advanced tools to give you everything you need to coach energy. Mm, I love that. And so for me, I'm such like a nerd when it comes to really mixing the science with the spirituality. Like I friggin' love Joe Dispenza. Yes. He's just like, he's epic. He's epic. And I love that he can just, or he's pulled it all together. And I think that, you know, we were kind of talking about this before we hit record, or maybe I already hit record, but, um, we're kind of at this point right now where so many souls are awakening so quickly because of where we're at and just with you know with covid and i think that people are waking up a lot faster than their souls would have expected to and it's kind of like this like big push of a lot more people being like holy shit what am i doing here and how can i make this life even more incredible like life yeah. is so short and so i feel like the, the marrying the science and the spirituality is such a great, you know, when we talk about equanimity, such a great place yeah. to start because these people that, you know, are in dire need of support right now, maybe aren't going to fully buy into me showing up and being like, so let's talk about divine feminine energy and divine masculine energy. Like they need something a little bit more because <laughs> I know that was the same way that I was too. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I and and I'm the same way too. Of like, I need the psychology of it, but I also need like the woo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I feel like there's a gap there. I really do. I feel like there's a gap, and there's not that. I don't. I don't know of any many certifications that bring it all together. And it's just like, I don't know. It's really cool when you tap into and like align with what you're truly meant to do, and just mm-hmm. like. It's just next level awakening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People wake up. Yeah, absolutely. So, what does your program look like, or your certification look like then? It's a six month program, and it's called the Quantum Coaching Academy. And basically, it's going to be online. There's going to be live Q and A's, live classes, pre recorded content, and then the bulk of the skill learning is going to be in person because. Mm. It's so much more impactful when you can be in person and human connection with somebody and practice the tools and then have it being practiced on you. So you get 
the transformation along with it. And you can see how powerful the tools are that you're going to be able to facilitate that on clients. So it's online, it's in person. And um, yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing that's program. <laughs> so fun. Wait, so, okay. So it hasn't started yet. No, well, no. How, what is what does the in-person um, like meeting look like? Is it multiple times throughout the six months? So it's going to be one time throughout the six months. It's going to be either three days or four days. And we haven't picked the location yet, but it'll be a a really central location that's easy for people to get to. Okay. So I have a question for you because I'm like the type of person when anyone comes on and starts sharing about their programs, also because I just have like incredible people on the podcast um, where I'm just like, oh my God, like I want to sign up for this. I want to do this. And I think that, you know, or I don't know if about you, but like, I know that there's a lot of people that are like, let's just do all the courses. Let's just do all the programs and the certifications. Um, And one of the things that came to me probably like two and a half years ago was that my incessant need to sign up for every single thing was actually taking away that intuitive gift that Mm -hmm. I really wanted to hone in. And so I think that it's so important that we continue learning and forever be in a role of the student and the, you know, the sponge. How do you balance in your own life, not like diving in fully and, you know, consuming, consuming, consuming all the information while continuing to learn, but also continuing to deepen your connection to your intuition? Wow. You ask such powerful questions. Like you, you really do. You're so good. You're so good. <laughs> I'm like sweating over here. Like so I know. I'm me excited. too. <laughs> I, know. I can't take this sweater off because I don't have anything on underneath. <laughs> so because I am connected to my intuition. I pretty much know, like I, I know that when I'm in overconsumption mode, I'm coming from a place of lack. Mm. And like, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Cause I, I've done that to myself where I've almost signed up for things that really weren't in alignment. It was just, it was like, because I wanted to make money or because I, I was just like, des- it was like a desperate energy. Yes. <laughs> and so for me, that's an immediate red flag. And when the program feels right, I still question myself. I'm still like, how do I know? Like, how do I know that this program is... I don't know if you felt that way before, but like, I still question it. But I think asking myself where I'm coming from, abundance or lack is my like key, key sign for me. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, I love that. I think that that's so powerful. And it reminds me, like I have been wanting to go, I made a commitment to myself that I would go on a retreat this year. And there was one that came up from this girl that I follow who just like has such beautiful energy and is doing a retreat in Spain later in the year. And as much as I connect with her energy, I found myself kind of forcing the the reaching out and asking about it. And then um, when push came to shove and we like connected via email, I'm just like, I feel like this investment is kind of like coming from a place of scarcity where I'm like kind of just craving female connection and community, but mm-hmm. not really like tuning into the why and also trying to create that in my own life before spending like thousands and thousands of dollars on something that like just looked really pretty in an Instagram ad. Um, so it's interesting to kind of like take that step back before you really make like any decisions, whether it's investing in a course, going on a retreat or launching a program too, you know, am I coming from a place of abundance or am I coming from a place of lack? You couldn't have said it better. And you're like our thought behind our thought, behind our thought, behind our thoughts are rooted in fear or love. So it's like, 
okay, and where am I coming from? And getting really clear just in general on anything that you're investing in, that you're doing, how you're acting, how you're reacting, how you're responding, like all of it. It's just getting really clear on that is a huge like sign of alignment or I would say misalignment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that it can be challenging at sometimes, especially right now when a lot of us are feeling fear and panic and lack in a lot of ways to have, you know, these goals as well. I I think for myself, at least I've found that I've been lacking creativity and also lacking a lot of inspiration to show up and teach on like my Instagram stories and share and create Instagram TV videos, because I've found that at least when I consume people's content and I know that they're not coming from a place of abundance, it doesn't positively impact me. Like I'm so sensitive to people's energy and I just feel very um, cautious about doing that um, just to talk about my one-on-one programming or something like that. So I'm curious like your thoughts on that and how you um, navigate that in times when you aren't necessarily showing up from a place of abundance. I feel like that's so honorable of you to share. And just for your listeners that are your like, you know, ride or die people that listen to you every week, like just know that like that that's true leadership, I think, is like being able to stand up and be like, yeah, I don't feel inspired right now. And I don't feel like showing up because I feel like I might be coming from place. Like all everything you just said is just such a beautiful example of like what is possible and that it's okay. Like it's okay to not be constantly creating and take a break because yeah. you're just not feeling it right now. You know? Yeah. Thank and you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I honor that within myself too, because if I'm forcing it, it just doesn't feel good. Yeah. And it never turns out the way you want it to. And then you're like, why didn't I, why didn't more people enjoy this content that I created? And it's like, of course they didn't really enjoy it. Or maybe it's not even that they didn't enjoy it. They just didn't connect with it as much as like that content that you create where you're just like, like so friggin' lit up by it, you know? Yes. And it's usually the most inspired moments where I'm just like typing away and I post it right away and I don't overthink it, that it gets the most engagement, the most feedback. It's never like the most contrived things, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. So I am obsessed with you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I could literally talk to you for hours. I, I um, I had my podcast manager create this like beautiful sheet of everything that you've done and accomplished. Um, cause I'm changing, I'm actually changing the format of my podcast from being like more question and answer to actually just like conversation, because I just feel like this conversation was so beautiful and has inspired me beyond belief. Um, and I think that again, it's like that idea of stepping on the hose or trying to control th- too much versus just like let whatever is meant to come through. And I just feel like everything that you've shared has been so impactful for me. And I know will be so impactful for my audience. And I'm so excited to send them to your website, to your social media and to your certification. So can you share where they can find you? The best. Thank you so much. Um, on social media, come hang out at Manifest with Ash. Um, the podcast Badass Manifestor podcast um, and my website, manifestwithash.com. <laughs> Thank you so much, my love. Thank you for coming Thank on, you. truly. Thank you so, so much. 